Hi, I'm Michelle, and this is Fun of the Run podcast. Welcome to the inside of my closet, where I'm recording episode one of my new podcast called Fun of the Run. I'm Michelle, but some of you may know me as Waddell Running Lady on Instagram. I post all kinds of crazy stuff on there, reels and posts and stories. I am a stay-at-home mom of six, mostly grown kids. I've just got three left at home currently, and I also have a 14-month gorgeous grandbaby named Esri. That is just the light of my life. About a year ago, maybe even a little over a year ago, I started thinking that I really wanted to have a platform to share my running experiences, how I started running, things that maybe other people weren't really talking about as far as back of the pack running, um, what it's like to be somebody that doesn't look like a runner and experiencing, you know, what that's like. And I just wanted a place to be able to tell my story. And to be honest, I like hearing myself talk. And so the fun of the run podcast is for runners of all shapes, all sizes, all abilities. I don't care if you are running races or if you are just running away from your problems. Welcome here. So awesome to have you. I want to put special emphasis that on the fact that this podcast is going to be about the joy that is found in running because my life has been forever changed since the day that I started running and so much for the better. I've learned that running parallels life and life parallels running and I just want to welcome you to my closet and hope that there is something here for you whether you are fast or slow, somewhere in between. There are a lot of things that I feel like are not talked about, maybe, or maybe there's just not enough info readily available, especially for back of the pack runners like myself. I've spent lots of hours researching online and asking questions, watching YouTube videos, just agonizing over whether a specific race or a specific distance or maybe a piece of gear was for somebody like me. And, So I feel like I have a lot that I can add just based on my own personal experiences. Now, disclaimer, I am not a running coach. I'm not a sports dietitian. I'm not an expert at anything except my own life experiences. So I'm just going to tell you I'm just a chubby lady in a skirt who desperately loves to run. And I especially like to run long. That's just what I love to do. So those are my qualifications. I have run four full marathons, multiple halves. I have no idea how many, but I have also run 5Ks, 10Ks. 10Ks probably my least favorite distance. But I say all of that to say that I'm going to tell you my own personal running story now. So to properly tell you my running story. I have to go back to January of 2017. Don't worry. Don't stress out. I'm not going to give you my whole life story. That would be so boring. But in January of 2017, I was miserable. And you know how somebody that maybe they don't take care of themselves, not that they're not clean, but they just, they focus on everybody else first. That was me. And I was just, I was at my highest non-pregnant weight And I had just come through a period of three weeks 
where my grandmother had accused a family member across the country of elder abuse, basically. She was 90 plus, I think she was 93 at the time. So she was flown out to my house and I took care of her for three weeks, tried to get her into an assisted living home, tried to deal with you know financial issues and all of this stuff. It opened a huge can of worms with other family members that were giving me pushback accusing me of all kinds of things, threatening to um, hire an attorney. And it was an absolute nightmare. I don't know if I've ever been that stressed in my entire life. And so after three weeks, she unfortunately had to leave and find other arrangements. I woke up the next day and thought, you know what, this is enough. This is absolutely enough. I've I need to take care of myself now, you know, not to be selfish or whatever, but I've got to do something for me. So that was January of 2017. I looked online um, that very day and I, I think I reached out through email and just tried to find somebody local. I was actually looking for like a nutritionist because my thought at the time was, well, if I lose weight, everything will be better. Um, and she, I, of course, I think most of us know that if just by losing weight, that does not necessarily mean that your life is going to be better than it was before you lost weight. But I ended up hiring somebody, uh, her name was Cece. She would come to my house weekly. She would measure me and weigh me and help me figure out what to eat or whatever. And then she also helped me by working out with me. So we would walk together, we would lift weights together, she would show me different types of exercise, we just tried all kinds of things. And after six months, I was down about 50 pounds. And I do credit her with helping me do that. But what I credit Cece with the most is she showed me that movement was necessary on a daily basis, and that movement could be fun. That is the main takeaway from working with her. She was awesome. She was so helpful in that vein. But after six months, I was like, okay, I'm going to just, you know, do this on my own. Fast forward to May of 2018. I had been consistently walking. I found hiking and I started hiking five days a week because I just fell in love with it. I started training with a friend to hike in and out of the Grand Canyon. We did that. I started exercising with this friend often. And by May of 2018, I was down 70 pounds, but I had hit a plateau and I wanted to lose 10 more pounds. So I'm out with this friend and we're doing something, walking something, I don't know. And she said, well, why don't you try jogging? That might be what you need to break your plateau. And I said, jogging? No way. Like I, I hate jogging. I've never even tried that before, except for in school. Like, no, I can't do that. And she said, Michelle, you've hiked in and out of the Grand Canyon. You paddleboard, you ice skate, you hike, you do all of these things that you have never done before in your whole entire life. And you think you can't jog? Come on. And so I just kept telling her no, even though <laughs> I went home and unbeknownst to her started researching how to start jogging. And I started watching YouTube videos and just Googling different things. And, hmm, you know, do you think I could really do this? I don't know. And just kind of going back and forth because it intrigued me. Well, shortly after that, I heard somebody else talk about training for a 5k. And I thought training for a 5k, that sounds hard. 
but hmm, I wonder, I've heard of Couch to 5K. So then I started researching Couch to 5K. I downloaded the app and I just started going for it and hated it. So I deleted the app and went back to YouTube and I found another app called 5K Runner. I installed 5K Runner. It was just more intuitive, I guess. I liked the format of the app more and I started doing it. I started following the program. I signed up for my first 5K, which was about eight to nine weeks out. And I just started following the app. So I started out by jogging 15 seconds at a time. And I think I had to walk like three minutes in between. Like I think I would literally jog for 15 seconds and walk for three minutes for maybe a total of 10 or 15 minutes. It was not much at first, but it was slow enough to where it was doable for somebody like me. And I remember about, I don't know how many weeks in, I had five minutes walking, 15 minutes jogging, and five minutes walking. And I told my husband, I said, there's no way I can do this. I can't jog, run, whatever, for 15 minutes. And he said, Michelle, you've been following the app. You've been following the training. Yes, you can. You just need to go out there and do it. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll try, you know. And so I did. I was able to do it. And so fast forward to August of 2018, there I was at the starting line of my first 5K. And I wouldn't let anybody come with me. I made my family stay home because I did not want them to see me fail. I had only gotten up to a mile and a half of, we'll call it jogging at this time. And I was afraid that my family would witness me not being able to finish running a 3.1 mile race. So I went alone, I showed up, I walked around, I looked at the other runners and, and I felt so stupid. I felt so ridiculous. For one thing, I run in a skirt, I do everything in a skirt. So I was wearing a skirt, a long skirt, and my shoes were just off the rack Nikes from a discount store. I don't know if you all have Marshalls, Burlington, Ross, those kinds of stores where you live, but that's where I got my Nikes. They were not technically running shoes. They were just some athletic shoes that I had that I had been running in. I looked around and everybody else had these kind of funky looking shoes and and you know, I had no clue that they were Brooks and Hoka's and you know, I didn't know about running shoes then. And I remember asking somebody, have you ever done one of these before? And they're like, oh yeah, and this, and just telling me how it was so easy and fun. And I was just terrified. But the start, you know, it started and I took off and I ended up running the entire thing without taking any walk breaks. Took me 39 minutes. And at the halfway point, we had to go around a sandwich board and to turn around to head back to the finish. And we were on a paved trail with dirt on either side. So when I headed around that sandwich board, my foot slipped off the edge of the pave of the pavement onto the dirt and I went down mortified. Oh my goodness. I was so embarrassed. I just literally jumped up and started running back to the, to the finish line. But my ankle had gotten, what do you call it? Um, twin, a twinge or I can't think of what it is, but my ankle hurt but I was able to make it to the finish line. When I crossed that finish line and they handed me my medal and I put that thing around my neck, I tell you, I felt like a rock star. 
I finished my first 5k I you could have signed me up for the Olympics I mean I would have been like sure I can do it you know I was so proud of myself and I met a family there who said okay are you coming to the the 5k in two weeks you know it's the next race in the series will you be there and I said yes I'll be there and they told me how awesome I did and how I was you know did such a great job and just they were amazing just like you just like you all are just like the running community is the running community is amazingly supportive and in that two-week period of time you know before while I was waiting to run the next 5k in the series I ended up signing up for Mesa half marathon don't ask me why, but that had just gotten in my head that I needed to sign up for a half marathon. And it was six months away at that time. So I went running uh, the 5K in two weeks. And then I ended up downloading a Nike app, Nike Run Club app, and started using it to train for a 10K the following October. And honestly, the rest is history. The rest is just history. I never ran a step in my life except for in PE class. Like, you know, you're a little kid and you're in like third grade and they're like, okay, kids run four laps around the field or whatever. And you know, there's most of the kids walk and, you know, some kid tries to run the whole thing, but like none of us can. And, and that was the only experience I had with running. And of course, chasing, you know, my boyfriend on the playground or whatever. So Anyhow, that was my running experience before I started training for this 5K. So what I'm trying to tell you is I went from this person that had absolutely zero running talent or experience. In fact, I had no experience in any kind of sport. I was the quintessential couch potato before January of 2017. So one thing I forgot to mention that does have a huge bearing on this story too is that the only kind of exercise I had done before was I did a lot of yo-yo dieting. So I told you I had six children. Well, I would get pregnant. I would gain 60, 70 pounds. It depended on which pregnancy. I would have the baby and then I would go on whatever fad diet was going on at the time. If it was Weight Watchers, if it was the cabbage soup diet, um, Clinic 30 diet, Herbalife, whatever, I would do that. If it said walk 30 minutes a day, I would walk 30 minutes a day, but that was it. I wouldn't walk a minute over, a minute under. I would walk what it said. When I dropped the weight, I pretty much always got pregnant again, like immediately. <laughs> and then the same thing would happen. It was this vicious cycle that happened for, from the time I was 21 until, I don't know, 40. So this happened over and over again, just so many years. My kids are 15 years apart. So I had this history already with, with the yo-yo dieting. And then exercise to me was tied in with that, if that makes sense. And that was the only kind of exercise I would do. As soon as I would drop the weight, I would drop the exercise. So I never found the joy of running, the joy of exercising, the joy of seeing the world until I started working out with this lady, Cece, in January of 2017. She showed me that there is a whole new world. Now, once I became a runner, obviously, my eyes have been opened tremendously and I have seen 
so much beauty in the sky, in the cacti, in the dirt, in the rocks I, that I never saw until my early 40s, you know, which is sad if you think about it, but better late than never. So I have so much more that I could say, but I'm going to leave it at that for now. And I don't want to scare you away and keep you from coming back next time because we're just getting started. I would like to hear from you. Please email me at fun of the run podcast. That's F U N O F T H E R U N podcast at gmail.com with any questions that you would like for me to answer about running in general, about ultra marathons, marathons, training, run coaches, um, either on the next episode, a future episode. If there's something that you would like to hear me talk about, if you would like to be on my podcast and tell me your running story, or even if you would just like to type it out and I would read it for you, that would work too. I wanna know how you became addicted to running. I want to know how you find joy in this journey. And if I can figure out how to record you calling me and we can get it all on air, then I will definitely do that. I would love to do that. I want to give you a few ideas I have for future episodes and get your feedback on this. I'm thinking uh, I'd like to talk about things like how to choose a race. If you are a back of the pack runner, that is something I could not find info on when I was looking for, especially for marathons. Um, I wanted to talk about my Chicago marathon experience as a back of the pack runner, why you might want to hire a running coach, gear reviews, funny things that have happened to me, funny things that have happened to you while out running. And You know, if this thing flops, it flops, but I'm just in this for fun. So I want to share my experiences. And you know what? If I can just help one person, even one person feel better about becoming a runner or feel better about their running journeys, their running experiences, then I will have been successful in this podcast. So again, my email is fun of the run podcast at gmail.com. I would appreciate your thoughts on this first episode. And that's pretty much it for this first time around. This is Michelle Waddell running lady. And I thank you so very much for tuning in to episode one of the fun of the run podcast. Thank you again for joining me for episode one of the Fun of the Run podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Please feel free to direct message me on Instagram at Waddell Running Lady. And you can always email the show at funoftherunpodcast at gmail.com. Now get out there and have fun on your runs.